time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646 716 4972. Now, here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome to the Hot Topic segment, everybody. And we want to welcome our special guest, Josh Friend, founder and CEO of Incelerate. We're going to be talking about borrower engagement. Also, thrilled to have Josh as a friend as well as an advertiser, one of our newer advertisers. There's a lot going on, Josh, in the mortgage industry, and the key to great leadership is taking time to engage your customers. It's no longer about B2B or B2C. It's now H2H, human to human. And I'm excited to have you here tell us all about it. Before we do that, Let's get in a little bit about your history, about your journey in mortgage lending, and what brought you to be the founder and CEO of Incelerate. Absolutely, David. Thank you for having me on. This is definitely a very interesting time in the mortgage industry and just what's going on in the marketplace. But my background is, you know, I've been in this industry for 21 years. I started off as a loan officer uh, 21 years ago, and I started my first of many successful mortgage companies in 2003. It was my first business. So always been using technology around it and uh, trained loan officers and really been in this industry for a long time. So really been enjoying listening to a, a lot of the show and just the different parts are in, from um, technology to the uh, secondary market to what's taking place. And I think someone said the, uh, how we're waking up to the, the new norm right now uh, in our, in our space. So had a lot of experience in this uh, industry. So it's very near and dear to me. Uh, my son now at age 21 is now a loan officer as well. So uh, All right. I have uh, yeah, I have family, and he's actually he moved back in because uh, they're working from home. So I said, why don't you uh, work in my office and then work from my house, and uh, that way I can do a little training with him a little one-on-one time now. So this is definitely something that's that awesome. I really uh, pay a lot of attention to. Well, you know, it, it, that's what's so good about this is the fact that we are able to have everyone join us. Our oldest daughter's coming home. Our youngest daughter went to her in-laws, and they're having a time up there. But I mean, we're working from home, and I think this is there's going to be it's bringing us closer. Like one person said, I think God gave us all a timeout, told us told us to go to our homes and to our rooms. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> but anyway, with the coronavirus, we're seeing people working from home. How can lenders use technology today, right now, to assist them in allowing yeah. their workers to more successfully work from home? That's a great question. Um, I think this is a, a really great time for technology. I can tell you one simple way, or maybe to lenders that aren't, aren't, having, aren't able to do this, it's not simple to them, but for our lenders, it's just inbound call routing and lead routing. What do I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Well, you have customers calling your company trying to talk to loan officers or processors or someone to that effect. And if you sent everyone at home, unless you have a mobile phone system that allows you to do that, you are going to have a, a challenge. Our system has out-of-the-box inbound call routing. So, for example, so you can pull a phone number from our system. A phone number is given out, and you can use that for your toll-free number for your consumers to call in on. That number comes actually to us. We do all the back-end technology. We look at the phone number, who's calling, find out what borrower that belongs to. We know which loan officer or processor that that customer talks to. And then we will route that call to it, whether it's their cell phone, their home phone, whatever phone. Yeah, so so automatically, overnight, within two seconds, they they put their phone number in there, and now they're 
cell phone, desk phone, mobile phone is now the mobile phone. It's now an office line as well. And if they do click to call through the system, they can actually use the caller ID of their office line. So you can completely keep that being in the office, but having a mobile workforce out there, they can be pushing out through the cell phones. Also, think about leads. If you're not shaking someone's hand and that consumer is not necessarily coming into the, the physical store anymore to get, to get business, but more people than ever are online looking, well, what do you do with those leads? Again, our system takes that information. Someone puts a lead online. It finds out it, does it belong to a certain loan officer. If it doesn't belong to a certain loan officer, but it's just a general inquiry for the company, well, you have to figure out based off state licensing based off product type, loan amount, all these different things, our system will route that lead to the appropriate loan officers who are available, make their phones ring, engage the customer, and make sure that that consumer, whether they're walking into your store or they're going online, they're going to get the immediate response that they need. So that's just a really simple way just right now for all the lenders out there that need help with managing your customers. You know, our system does that for you. It'll manage the phone, <laughs> the calls, the route the calls, so you can just be you know, out there doing your business like every, every other day. Well, that is such a I, – I knew what you did, but I was just pulling it together with what's going on with the coronavirus. You know, I, I skipped over something I wanted to cover because I think you have a unique perspective on what you see going on with technology. Obviously, you've created a product. You've always been innovative. And in all my conference, when I first met you, I started hearing about the things you've done for over the years. And I'm going, this dude is one of the most innovative – Stay ahead of things, guys. Uh, how have you done that? How have you accomplished that? I'm, I think there's people listening to this. In fact, I'm seeing some of the text messages are coming in. Wanted to learn more about how how did he get to the point of anticipating this and seeing this? Yeah, I, I, I guess I was. I'm going to say I was lucky enough first to work for a company. It was uh, IndyMac Bank's first call center. It's called LoanWorks. So when I was. Uh, 22 and I was a loan officer, I worked for a consumer direct call center. So the thought of where the market's going was something that I was in front of, you know, 20 years ago. So, you know, if you really look at the space, just look at everything, you know, I've done doing a lot of talks about, you know, I use this analogy between Sears and Amazon. Sears was the original Amazon. They sold products through catalogs and pictures and you never had to go into a store to buy a product from Sears, right? You could buy it through the catalog. You can order stuff. Right. That's what Amazon does. Difference was, Amazon understood much earlier on that the consumer and where technology was going, it's just going to make that transaction easier. So it's, for me, it's just been you know about understanding where the market's going. You take a look at all of our industries. All of our industries have started switching to consume, like a, more of a consumer direct, where consumers are directly seeking out That's products That's where I wanted to go, yeah. Yeah, whether it's shoes. I, I use an example of um, clothing brands, and this is, I think, a really good way to highlight it. If you really think about the last five, ten years, let's say five years, any new clothing brand that's come out, minus a celebrity clothing brand, but I'm going to say specifically let's say shoes, because for me this has been near and dear to me because I buy them, has been online clothing brands. Joybirds, Zix Shoes, all these different types of shoes, they're all yes. direct to consumers. They're no longer – there's no new store brand clothes. It's all direct to consumer, whatever it is. So that's just where the market's going. So – you know, back to what you said, human to human, it's still human to human, right? So one person yeah, will talk to I, another yeah. person, and that's still that connection. So when you do this direct-to-consumer and you do this digital mortgage thing, you still have a consumer on the other end of that transaction. That for the average American, yeah. the largest financial transaction they're ever going to do is going to be a mortgage. 
plain and simple. They want help. They want to talk to someone. So our system helps them do that. How do you stay I want to get, in front of engage with your customer? I have so much to dive into that. We're going to get into that. But Alice, I know you may have to be running off, so I want to turn on your mic and get your any questions you have with Josh. What uh, Anything that as you're listening to him talk, imagine working from home, having this technology that he was talking about, things that come to mind. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about regulation a bit from a regulatory standpoint. Yeah, let's talk about um, well, how you handled the regulatory side because uh, obviously yeah. that's one lenders like to know you covered for us and we don't have to think about. Yeah, I think that the regulatory side, I think that's actually a really good highlight of the system. So the, not only does our system do calls, it also does text messaging, bi-directional text messaging. So from compliance side, um, if you're a lender, you actually want control and records of your phone calls and text messages with your consumers, just like you do with your email platform. Right? If you're a lender, if you're you know a, a name brand lender, and you have find out your loan officers are using, you know, a different email address, let's say, and they're communicating through their Yahoo account, and that's what they're handling all their business. You would probably say that's not okay, because how can you track that? Well, having a platform like ours. These consumers are now, everything's being tracked. You can actually record the phone calls if you want as well. So you can have every call to and from the consumers recorded. You can have all the text messages in one spot. So now from a regulatory com- compliance issue, and I can tell you from, you know, when I was at People's Bank, um, we used our system. That's originally we built the system for People's Bank. We would have an issue or complaint of some sort, or, and, you know, the regulators would say, hey, I want to see the Jones file, and I want to understand how the communication trail went with them. Well, our system had all the communication in one spot. So very easily you can say, well, let me pull up the Jones file. And this worked, this was actually very beneficial for the bank because when we would have complaints of someone saying that someone didn't call or that this was said or that was said, we could just pull up the file and say, well, wait a minute, let me just look here. There's been, you know, 23 phone calls from us to them, 17 from them to us, and here's every single phone call. Would you like to listen to them all? Let's exactly find out exactly what was said. It made it really easy for compliance. So that is, it is a very big part of compliance that we can track that stuff for. Alan, you've known uh, Josh for some time, and you've worked with him. You gave him some really nice kudos on there. Uh, let's get into this from the technology standpoint, Alan. And Sure. Um, I think, you know, Josh, now more than ever, the representation of your brand with the borrower up front, you know, answering the call right away, staying, yep. the, keeping in contact, but keeping them notified through the process and, Knowing your right, know your borrower better. I mean, what, especially today with how busy our staff is as a lender, and you know yeah. everybody being remote, and the stress on the organization is so much different. How, what kind of tips could you say would be important for today? Yeah. So, I think that's a that's a great question, Alan, and it's really something we've tried to solve here at Accelerate. You know, consumers now. And look, let's go back. You know, ten, twenty years ago, you had radio. You had television, you had print ad, you had direct mail. Consumers are only in a handful of places to read and, and to interact with. Today, I mean, I can't even name all the social media applications that are out there and all the different channels. You have everything you can think of, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, just those are the more popular ones. Then you have online, offline, radio, you have podcasts, you have all these different areas where consumers are, are at. So I think that the the thing that we really try to help lenders with is how do you stay connected with the consumer who's now in six or seven different channels? Um, and for us, it's automation, really. Right? You know, that's the great thing about technology is automate things. So instead of having to have a loan officer understand how their last 300 people they spoke to over the previous six months is doing, 
The system can automate that anywhere from helping tap it into borrower intelligence, understand where the consumer's at in their, their journey, whether they're looking for a home, pulling their credit to how they're interacting and communicating to them through Facebook or, or, or Instagram or direct mail. Now, I think we've all had the experience. You go online, you look at, I would say shoes again, a pair of shoes or, or a car. The next thing you know, you see that picture of that car, you see it where? You see it in your Facebook feed or you see it on a banner ad. Well, that's that experience that any lender right now at any size could use this platform like ours and instantaneously turn on and automatically engage their consumers in Facebook, email, direct mail, Instagram, Google ads, phone calls, you name it. The system will automate communication. I think that's really what we help our lenders with is not just the technology to do it, but the know-how to do it. Actually going in yeah. and sitting down and having the the right communication strategy. Because you can have a lot of great technology out there. There's a lot of lenders have great technology, but the know-how to implement it, that's the next big, I think the next big hurdle for a lot of lenders is how to implement it, when to implement it, how to best manage it. Yeah, and you know, Josh, if I could just ask you one other question, uh, and that would be for lenders that are not worried right now how long we're going to have this new sort of environment, and they need to get the right system and the right technology partner in place, how soon can you get someone up and running, right? I, I guess there's a small versus yep. a medium versus a large type of implementation. <laughs> what would you yep. suggest? I can tell you the last time we did our study, our average turn time from kickoff call to everyone's live on the system, completely trained and it's being used was 34 days. That includes LLS integration, wow. system integration. Yeah, our, our rollout of our technology is, is fast. You know, one of the great things, you know, David, you said that people wondered how I've done this all these years, or what I've you know what I've been doing, or how I've been doing mm-hmm. this. Yes, yeah, we've we've you know, again. I'm just to say luck. Right? Luckily, about four years ago, we decided to rebuild our system for the I think it was the fifth time, and that's what technology is today. But when we rebuilt the system, we rebuilt it to be able to be rapidly scalable, very easy to uh, to roll out, and very little on the programming side. I mean, very much admin driven. That way, when lenders come in, we knew that we could easily support them, get them up, turn them on, and more importantly, they don't need an expert on site, right? A lot of these technology providers out there, you need experts that work for you to know how to use the software and the technology. You don't need those with our platform. You know, we really built this so it's user-friendly, so anyone can can log it out and then turn it on and and get it going up. Yeah, and I I will say I've worked with your – with your tech staff, they are great. So if anyone's looking, to, I'll give you a plug. If anyone's looking to work with with Josh and his team, uh, they are super, you know, it's not just advertisement. I, I've done it, and they are super easy to work with. My support staff are not out in front of me today. They're working from home. I'm working from the office. Technically, we're in California. We are considered a necessary uh, sector because we do handle, just like I said, telecommunications. We handle call, phone call routing. and we allow our, our lenders to work from home. But usually the whole staff sits in front of me, and I can't tell you how often I get, you know, I hear from my from our lenders all the time how great our staff is. So I really do. Have, we really do have a good team here. So I, I do appreciate that, Alan, that you've that you've worked with them. And you know, right now I think it's very it's an exciting time in the industry. You know, I, earlier you guys were talking about rates. I just want to throw it out there. If anyone's listening live, if you do know or don't know, the Fannie Mae is at 103.22, so we're up almost 500 basis points from two days ago. So if you want to talk about volatility, just throw yeah. it out there. We're we're, de- we're throwing it out there it right now. Yeah, but David, here's the thing: if you are that, so just think about this. 
our lenders right now, so if, let's say you talk to someone on, you know, uh, the 19th, so on Thursday, the Fannie Mae coupon was down to uh, 98.22. 20, right mm-hmm. now it's at 103.22. It's 500 basis points. Well, if you were taking applications on Thursday or talking to customers, and they were calling like crazy because all our lenders are filming tons of calls, well, on a day like today, when rates are all of a sudden super low, how do you get that message out immediately to all those consumers and say, hey, rates are low, call me now, it's lock alone. Our platform does that for our lenders. So that's, that's the wonderful. type of automation that you right? You don't have to you gotta rely have. on staff to do it. <clears throat> Automate it. Yeah. Uh, we got some questions coming in about digital marketing trends and tactics that lenders can use. And based on your experience, what have you found that are best practices? Alan kind of asked us to engage yeah. the, with their borrowers. Talk a little bit about those trends that you're seeing, and then we're going to get into yep. some specifics about yep. your product. Yeah, so real, here's real simple. Um, you can use our product to do this automated, or you can do this in the manual process. But right now, anytime you talk to a consumer and interact with a consumer, you have ways to actually go find them and actually market to them through different channels. So I'll give you an example. Facebook has something called custom audience. So does Instagram. So does Instagram and so does LinkedIn. Facebook's custom audience means this. I could go in there, create an ad campaign, and I'm, I can put in there Josh Friend as a target, David Lichten as a target, and whoever else I want, name and email as a target. That will then find that person on the platform and serve them an ad. So think about this. I'm a lender. If you come to my website, you apply online. I have you in my, in my database. Why wouldn't I go ahead and push out an ad into your Facebook feed? Also, why would wow, I take that and also push it out through Google? Why wouldn't I also, if you come to my website, here's a really easy one. Why wouldn't I retarget? So this is, all lenders should be doing this. You, someone comes to your website, you can use a Google cookie, you can drop it on the desktop. And then when they go to other websites, you can even do it to where when they go to YouTube, if you have a video about your mortgage company, this is not overly complicated, difficult stuff to do. We can, we help lenders do this all the time. We automate it for lenders, but you can go and put a cookie on someone's computer. So that way, when they go to YouTube the next day, to watch videos about who knows what, they're going to see a video about you and your mortgage company, how wonderful you guys are. Next thing you know, you've become the biggest brand to them of anyone because you've yeah. spoken to them, you've emailed them, you're on Facebook, you're on YouTube, you're on their and banner you're ads. In there. Yeah. And you're, you're not everywhere. having to spend a pile of money spamming all, no. all over everywhere. That's and right. that's called, that's a, right. what is that called, a custom customer, did you say? But, well, that's called a custom audience. Oh, cu- custom, custom audience, audience. okay. Right. Custom audience, right? Yeah, custom audience. And then you, our system automates the process for lenders. So when a consumer comes in, we automatically do all these things and we automate it. But you, you, you can do it manually if you want. The reality of it is, here's what's great about it. Not only are you everywhere, <clears throat> you've become relevant. So if you, try to, if you call someone every single day, I call you today, call you tomorrow, call you the next day, I become annoying. If I email you every day, I get blocked. If I text you every day, I get blocked. But if I email you one day, call you next show up in your Facebook feed, show up in YouTube feed the next day, text you, then call you. I'm not annoying. I'm relevant. And I'm there when yes, you need that's me. good. It's yeah. a very big difference between that's the two. That's really good. That is really, really good. That's really, really cool. That just kind of goes and into the – Yeah, and it's easy. It's easy for lenders to do it. That's the great thing about yeah. it. I mean, David, you're right. It's cool because – and just take a, you just take a page book out of Amazon. Any one of these other people out there that are online, Think about it. When you go shop and you look for whatever you're looking for, next thing you know, it's everywhere. 
lenders can do the exact same thing very easily and it's not expensive it's not over it's not like this isn't a huge amount of money this is going to make you a ton of money right the nba did a study a few years ago and the average consumer only went back to the lender one in four times or previous lender so lenders lose 70 percent of the repeat business terrible yeah but in the same study when they asked consumers about this they said would you go with your original lender over half of the consumers said, absolutely, I would have went with my original lender. But what they said was, but when I was looking for a refinance, they weren't there. It's not a matter hmm. of they didn't want to do business with them. They just weren't there. Hey, I want to, I'm buying a house. And Sally Smith called me, and you know, I really want to talk to Tina Johnson, but you know, Sally's in front of me, and guess what? I'm buying a commodity, right? And, and if I'm buying a commodity and this person's in front of me giving me service, that's who I'm going to go with now. That's how the transactions change. And so lenders can really keep those customers in front of you. I mean, you've spent time. They've done, they've done the transaction with you. They trust you. Get their business over and over again. There are so many reasons people need to get to you. Let me get to a couple quick questions that have been emailed in. So in a real brief, talk briefly about how you could route calls. That caught the attention of one of our listeners. So the way that would work is you would actually pull a phone number from our, uh, our phone system. So our okay. phone system, would, would, they can actually go in there, they can request an 800 number, and they would give them the 800, 800 number. That 800 number would be the number they could give out to all the customers to call into. Or you could forward their current switchboard number to that 800 number, and it would do the same thing. So based off of inbound call routing, so what happens is we look at the caller ID of the customer calling in. And based off the, customer, the caller ID of the customer calling in, we then route that call. What we do is we then know, okay, so this call is coming in for um, – Gina and, and, and Gina's phone number is seven one four five three six one two one two one two. We know that on our side, we actually the call comes into us. And then we call Gina's cell phone or desk phone or whatever phone it is, and we and more or less are making like a three way call, if you will. Our systems are on the line with the call at the same time, post transferring the customer over to to Gina. And as soon as the call okay. hangs up, it's all on our it's all on our platform. So that's that way we can also record the call if they want as well. Now, there's someone popped up. Is can you do that everywhere now? It seems like everyone assumes that calls are being recorded because the NSA, I assume. But is what are the guidelines on it? Best practice that you're finding most people doing on that? So the guidelines and what they say, you have to let someone know you're recording their call. As long as you let them know, okay. this call is going to be maybe recorded or monitored for quality assurance. So you can play a video or a small wave clip that when someone calls in, which we're all very used to it. Yep. If you are calling them when you're outbound calling, if you want to record the outbound call, that becomes a little more tricky because you have to train your staff to tell, hey, just let you know this call is going to be recorded for quality assurance. So that's the, the tricky part is on the outbound call is being able to train. If you want to record the call, you have to, your staff has to let them know that the call is being recorded. Okay, so that's the deal. Just so long as there's some time notification there, then yep. that's universal across all 50 states. No, you're not violating laws. Just as long as you let them know. That's right. Good. Yeah, and then uh, the database that it – so it is there. It's it related. So if you have whatever LOS system out there, is the calls then and the communication of com logs then updated in the LOS system, someone's asking, or are they separate? How do they pull yep. the two records together? Yep, so our, our, our platform sits um, – everything's recorded and managed in our platform. Our platform integrates to bidirectionally to LLSs. So bidirectionally integrates to Encompass, bidirectional integration to Byte, bidirectional integration to Calix Point. There's probably four or five okay. other proprietary systems out there. So we're 
we're taking information and we're, we're, we're real time. We're reading the databases. And what's great is we can sit there and I can, we can read the database. We can also read the service and queue as well. So we do this for servicers as well. We help route service okay. and calls yeah, based yeah. off the service and queue. Okay, good. Well, we've got a lot of people are, I'm just going to start texting back, call, call you. They've got a lot of questions. <laughs> this is really, especially with you in this day and age, how relevant is this is this podcast today? Know, right? When people, everyone's working from home, we could have picked a better time. Man, That's excellent right. information. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? What's your website? Yep, it's insellerate.com. I'm going to spell it out. It's just I-N-S-E-L-L-E-R-A-T-E.com. You can email me if you need to, uh, josh at com, or sales at com to talk to one of the sales staff. But we'd obviously love to take any questions or see how we can help any of the, any lenders out there right now. Boy, how timely, how timely. Josh, sometimes it's crazy how this programming podcast works. It just works out so well, and this is so timely you'd be here with us today. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled. I want to say thank you to being a sponsor of the podcast. Also, uh, just really want to have you back, talking more about technology. Every time I talk to you, I'm going, this guy is just ahead of the curb. I just want to invest in some of the things you're doing so I can enjoy the upside from an investment standpoint. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you so much thank for being you. with us. Check it out, Incelerate.com. Get yourself signed up with Josh and at least pick up the phone and call him. Folks, I want to say thank you so much for being here. Next week, we've got Michael Jones coming back on the program. Michael is the chairman of the CMLA, the Community Mortgage Lenders of America. We're going to be talking about all they're doing and how they engage on behalf of small to mid-sized lenders. They work hand-in-hand with the MBA. You will not want to miss this discussion next week. I also want to say before we go, a big thank you to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America, Finastra, Lenders One, Mortgage Collaborative, the CMLA, Indicom, Incelerate, who's been our guest today in the Hot Topic segment, as well as AinsworthAdvisors.com, and AI Assist, Celebrity Home Loans, Growing Fast. Check those guys out as well as KnowledgeCoop, Mobility RE, Modex, as well as Velma, VendorSurf, and Vidyard. Thank you so much for being here, folks. Have a great week. We're working from home. Your commute is now like what mine is, out the back door into my office. Appreciate you guys. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.